Alright, just a little PSA for this episode. Uh, my, the audio is kind of broken in certain spots, so it didn't record properly. And then at the time of the recording, my child was sick, and he there's a bit of crying on the audio track. I've edited it out as best I could, but it will still show up in a couple spots. But other than that, please enjoy the episode. Last time on Fate Rest, our adventurers fought off some cultists to rescue some children. They ended their uh, ended their their fight with a couple of survivors who then decided to not want to be survivors anymore. Uh, and at this point we are going to pick up right there. Alright, so the last of the cultists is now dead and you have uh, I don't know if y'all want to search the room or check on the kid or what do y'all want to do? I think after checking Yulby's axe last time, I think she was on the journey of going back to the kid to make sure she's alright. And I was pretty sure um, I was pretty sure Zug was wanting to investigate because one of them threw something magic out or does it an alter the mechanics of the ritual. Uh, i tell you what. We'll go with that. i tell you what. Yeah. So I need a uh, history check from Zug. And I need a medicine check from Yulby as she checks this child. And what was it Callie wanted to do? Yeah. Um, seeing where her companions are going. Uh, since he's checking the altar, I would just kind of like to look around the rest of the room. Like, is there another entrance? Um, anywhere? Or is there anything, like, hidden? Any sort of traps? Like, what What else is in this room, basically? Give me an investigation check. Yes! That's a nat 20 on a medicine check! Mm-hmm. Um, so I was nice. so close. Yeah. So it's a 22? Alright, we'll start with Yulby. Alright, so as you approach our uh, dear little satyr girl... Uh, you will notice that uh, she is uh, looks like she's in an induced coma like she can't no matter what you do you cannot wake her up you do not know why but she looks other than that she looks pretty healthy no not a scratch on her Uh, she looks relatively clean uh, well fed well taken care of she's just out I, can I try lay on hands for a couple points there, Alex? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so as you as you uh, touch her and uh, give give her a little bit of this healing magic, her her body kind of like this. It's, it's like a bubble pops around her and. As, as as this bubble pops, a wave of, uh, you, you all can feel it. It's like a wave of magic just spreads throughout the room. She begins to stir and wake. I figure I'll let them do their things first because there's a wave of magic just that just hit the room and they were doing things at the same time. 
Zug is up next. Okay, so my modifier saved my butt with this. Uh, maybe. Uh, that's a 13. Alright, so a 13 on your history check. All you glean from this is that this ritual condenses fey magic. So to convince convince that's a new word to condense condense, <laughs> condense. to condense magic specifically fey magic is there any kind of uh use or anything i could think that you'd want to do this for you will know from the knowledge you have gained through your travels and research that when fey magic is condensed spark stones are formed Okay, so if magic is condensed down, you get spark stones. We're trying to create spark stones. All right. So I guess that's really it there, unless you can find anything to like. I don't know any kind of. I guess backing to what they were doing, like any kind of tools, maybe to try to figure anything out, or I just have the information about the condensing. Um. That's all you will find with your history check there. Uh, What is your investigation there? Callie. Um, Yeah, it was only a 10. It's only a 10. Alright. So, uh, as you are uh, investigating the room, uh, you kind of uh, come across a small kind of noticeable in the in the dim light now it's a small it looks like an um like a small box relatively uh uh down like maybe worn out like it's been in this this air this room for a very very long time and in the box there is a uh a few items that would be what looks like spell materials uh there's a bundle of sage there is a couple of uh, uh, piles of gemstone powder, and there is uh, a few pieces of gold. Okay. Other than that, you don't. With that low of a roll, you don't really notice anything else. How big is this box? Uh, I'd say maybe the size of a computer case. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's not very big. I will have this over and then turn to try to get Zeg's attention. And I feel like that's around the time that this blast of energy happens. Yes. Alright, so as this blast of energy goes through the room, uh, you will all begin to hear that familiar humming sound. It's, It's like... Almost like a lullaby as coming that's coming from what you knew last time from the tree in the other room. But it's extremely loud now. It's it's as if it's not just playing out loud, but also playing inside your heads as well. As the magic dissipates, passing through the walls and doors of the room, the young satyr, laying on the altar, begins to stir, slowly sitting upright, Rubbing her eyes, she says, What? What happened? We saved you. Everything should be fine now. 
you you saved me where 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 am I I don't really know how to answer that question you're somewhere unsafe but uh, we're gonna take you back to your parents now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unsafe and as she says this she rubs it's like she's rubbing the sleep out of her eyes like she's been asleep for a while and she starts looking around and uh, she it, it, it looks like she's starting to get a little bit excited and panicked and where where are the other children where I I volunteered tonight to keep them safe. Where where are they? Frantically looking around, she tries to stand up. We saved them first. It's it's all it's all good. As she stands, her uh, her legs kind of wobble and almost give way, and she catches herself on uh, leaning onto Yulby. Says we can can we leave, please? I don't I don't want to be here anymore. Well, I am good to go, and then she'll, like, kind of do that underarm thing where she can, like, hold her up so she can walk on her own, possibly, at this point. Okay. Um, as Jilby starts walking out, I'm just gonna scoop up these spell components, or at least, you know, two handfuls worth of these. Um, bring them over to Zug so he can look at them, because... I really don't know the first thing about any of this stuff, but he might. So I, I think Zug probably would have, when he felt that blast, the blast of the you know, burst of the magic, and then hearing the sound again, he'd probably be wanting to go look at that tree. Now it's acting differently. So he probably would have stepped out when they were having the little conversation. Yeah, so... uh with Callie following Zug, and you'll be bringing up the rear, escorting the satyr girl, Faith. You will all enter the previous room where said sapling was. And instead of the small uh, knee-height knee sapling that was there before, there now stands a six-and-a-half-foot-tall cherry blossom tree. It's... Like the great tree to the north, its leaves shine and sparkle all the colors of the rainbow as the torchlights shine on it. Swaying slightly as if there was a wind, you now begin to hear the lullaby once again. Um, I would like to use divine sense because that's, that's spooky. Trees don't grow from knee height to taller than a people in five minutes. Remind me again what divine sense As an action, uh, you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. Uh, yes. Oh. (laughs) This is very interesting. Alright, well, here's what we'll do with that. I need everybody but you'll be to do oh, headphones crap. off. <laughs> so, as you activate your divine sensibility, the magic emanating in the room feels like it's swirling, it's radiating. And the most dominant magic you feel is celestial, and it's like the heat of a sun coming from directly in front of you. Uh, This tree seems to be neither good nor evil. 
as you are standing here, you also feel the faint pull of two separate celestial beings. You don't know who they are. You don't know where they are. You just know there's two other celestial beings in this room. Wonderful. And none of the senses you feel are evil. Okay, so they're all they're all the good good feels, just good powerful feels. <laughs> yes. Should we call them back? Okay, I'm back. Uh, All right. Not. Give a couple seconds. There it goes. Now it's registering. I unmuted. Oh. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're you still go. muted. I don't know what you're talking about. I pushed the All button. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this tree stands before you. You can almost feel the magic radiating from this tree. The tree begins to calm as the magic in the room dissipates. The swaying slowly stops and the lullaby quietens. And as you stand here, three completely spherical crystals drop from the tree. You'll be looking around the room like she's trying to find something. Still holding Faith up, but she's definitely looking around. Do these crystals look anything like the uh, crystal flowers? Think. No, they do not. Can you describe these crystals to me? So, like, what color are they? What shape? What, what size so, are they? Currently, these crystals are... They're roughly the size of maybe, I'd say, a plum or a peach. And these are perfectly spherical and completely clear as if made of glass or quartz as, as these uh, as these crystals roll towards the center of the room the uh, or I guess it's technically rolling back towards the tree because the tree was in the center of the room the the tree slowly starts to shrivel and dissipate so I think and after so a couple seconds go it's gone and inspect these crystals closer all right Give me a. I need in this order, a investigation, Good Lord, a history check, and an Arcana check. I'll probably do the investigation. Doesn't matter who rolls what. I just close. need them in that order. Which is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Investigation tells you that these are spark stones. God. You will know them as spark stones. Callie is kind of keeping her distance from where the tree was and from these uh these these crystals that dropped. Just gonna look over to Yulby and see Yulby looking around wildly. And like start being ready for and whatever Wild Sog walks up sort is basically of poking Yulby one of the stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, remind me, did we already establish that we knew that these rainbow trees were, like, um, related to, to gods or whatever? So, no. What we established was that these rainbow trees are very, very rare, and the only known one on this continent is the, 
the very the very ancient large one that is in the northern uh, the northern section of the continent. Mm -hmm. Other than that, there wasn't much discussed on the trees. Trying to trying to piece together what Kelly is in the situation. I think she's gonna look over at at like see that that Yulby is unsettled. Look over back at Zug and just I would be careful with those. Try not to touch it, touch any of them directly. I mean, he would he know these. Like, would he know if these are harmless or not? Okay, I guess I'll do that too. That's I mean, he does, he does wear one, but it's uh, not the same type. <laughs> yes, these ones so are I got a 14. condensed magic type. And it's, that's all I'll give you without the check. <laughs> a 14. As far as you can remember... The okay. uh, when so kind of like, Sparkstone is created, they uh, they're they're harmless more or less, and kind of picks one up. She like scowls just a little bit. Just oh yes, of course. My apologies. The magic items that were being used by evil cultists were probably harmless. You're right. <laughs> like like kind of take a step back away and disengage. Annoyed oh, that I mean, he she would, was like, hey, I'm warning you. He would you. definitely, like, you know, okay, pull the <laughs> one he has on his necklace, like, up. And, like, I got one here, so. <laughs> uh, just just because it's used by uh, people looking to do harm doesn't mean it's to do harm. You can use many things to cause harm that are intended for good and vice versa. It all depends on how you use it. Yeah, spoons. Spoons can be like very deadly in the hands of the right people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she now just looks very confused. Uh, <laughs> I think Yolby will use dancing lights to light up around the room, because she's still looking about trying to figure out where stuff is. Like, this doesn't answer anything, and I hate it all. <laughs> Yolby, what are you looking for? There's something divine in here besides that tree. tree was divine? Yes, it had so much. Perhaps it's best we make our way out then. I'm sure um, Faith is eager to get back to her parents. Mm -hmm. So what does everyone do? What was, what was Start the last heading on out again? and having the lights trail me. It was the Arcana? It was Arcana. The last check okay. is Arcana. Yeah, he uh, the wizard's going to use a different dice because that one's all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use this one. This one's usually nice to me. That is a 23 for that Arcana. You see? 23. <laughs> so, as you are as you are sitting here, you begin to uh, feel it's as you're looking there, looking at these stones, you begin to feel as if they're collecting magic. It's like magic is pooling around these stones. It's like it's being drawn in. And so it, it look, seems to be all different like they're, types they're blank of magic. They're blank slates. They're just like pulling in magic all, around All them. different colors of magic going into these stones. That's a little disconcerting. He's going to yes. uh, put the one he was holding yes. down and step a couple steps away. 
<laughs> they don't seem harmful. I'll tell you that. Yeah, just gonna keep on walking past the tree, past whatever other god things are in this room. I'm out. <laughs> I'm mortal. I'm out. <laughs> as you begin to, as you all begin oh, to walk joy the to the door, world, I need wisdom saving throws from everyone. That's a 12 for Yobi. Come on, Kelly. Let me know how badly I failed. That's yeah. I, oh, I, I got a 5. That's a 3. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you failed. And it was an easy one to pass. <laughs> Alright. So as you begin to leave the room, the lullaby begins to start again. And you feel yourselves drawn back to the stones. Both Zug and Kelly. <laughs> I guess Zug would just pick up the one he put down earlier. <laughs> She's gonna walk over and pick one up. And then kind of glance over at Yelby and then pick up the other one that's there. And, uh,. I'd like to tuck them away somewhere if I can. Am I capable of doing that under this whatever charm it is? As you pick them up, as all three are now up off the ground, I need the people who pick them up to roll me. See, Zug will roll me one, and then Callie will roll me two. I need a flat D20 That's roll. That's disconcerting. Oh, excuse me, D8 rolls. Sorry. Wrong number. Okay. <laughs> okay when it's outside of 20, I don't like those rolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, not so I got a three. You'll be fine. Hold on, my D eight is hiding from me. Okay, found it. Zug got a three. Got a five. I forgot two two. Second one is a <laughs> one. Don't like that noise. Because of your innate knowledge of magic and your arcana check before, as you stand here, we'll start with Zug. Zug's stone begins to swirl a green color magic typically associated with necromancy. This swirl is roughly the same as the stone Zug wears around his neck. And as for Callie stones, the first That's begins to swirl a purple magic commonly associated with illusion. And the second, a silverish magic commonly associated with divination magic. So this this necromancy stone, Zug still has the urge to hold on to this stone? You'll be well look at the Two of them and not her head because she also looked back but didn't pick it up oh yeah good idea they were kind of shiny and pretty anyway here's what i will tell you about spark stones and uh, i'm giving you this information for free so if you want to use if your character if you want your character to know it or not that's up to y'all spark stones can be used one of two different ways 
They can be used to, uh, you can attune to them and use them as an item. And they will give you one free spell of that particular um, uh, type of spells. Like necromancy, you get one free necromancy spell or one free divination spell or one free illusion spell. Or you can, uh, they are a consumable. And if you consume them, like you would a fruit, uh, you get one extra spell slot to your highest spell slot. Um, how common are these in the world? How common are they? They're extremely rare. Um, let me clarify my question. How common is the knowledge of these things in the world? I'm trying to determine if Callie would know anything about them. Alright, so... The only one of the three of you that may know this, depending on if he wants to roll a history check or not, is Zug. Um, the, Zug the other two of you have probably never run into a spark suit before. You've heard of them, but have okay. never run into them. Good, I needed that advantage. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, so the higher roll was a 23. I had to look at my mod again. Yep. Yeah, definitely he would know all of this and uh, he would also know that uh, each one of these uh, grants you it, the spell it grants you whenever you uh, if you attune to it will be whatever the highest tier spell you can learn is like if you can learn tier 5 spells you will learn a tier 5 spell of that particular uh, type of magic and so on and so, so forth. So I think because they're extremely rare and very powerful. On his person, he's going to, you know, like you ever, you know, the the parent with like the the poopy diaper, like very carefully put it in his bag. He doesn't. He just like just feels that need. Kayla also store the two that she has. They have you know. A child to escort home, several children mm -hmm. to escort home, but I'd like to specify that she stores it in a bag or a pouch that is separate from the place where she's keeping the flowers that she collected earlier. That is a wise decision. If there's no, no other, longer, if, you no longer feel an urge to to, and the lullaby stops. <laughs> now, out of game, real quick. Stop trying to resist me giving y'all y'all's birthday presents. It's goddammit. spooky. I don't like it. I'm mortal. <laughs> Callie doesn't like it. Like, I appreciate the, the powerful item, but she's just here like... Okay, so what is this? It's a gift from gods that you get for sacrificing children? This is great. All right. Well, it's specific children, not necessarily sacrificing them, but draining them of their magic. Anyway. And, yes. <laughs> also, fey magic. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Gonna follow you'll be out and up the stairs so long as we're able to actually leave now. Yes, I mean, this, as you go to head out, it's, it's as if the building itself was... Uh, just just a hole in the wall now. You leave right out it. And as you head out, you meet up with the other children right where you left them. The children say their greetings to one another, and as you begin to head up... 
have they they've been kind of like cowering in the corner over there with the one the one older kid standing out in front blatantly out in the open with a knife two two daggers actually yeah two daggers <laughs> she's just standing there one in each hand almost like Gollum protecting the ring I'm very proud of her and they all come up to y'all it's like you you stopped them the uh, one of the children asks yes they won't they won't Zuck just kind of nods because mm -hmm. Zuck kind of nods because they were kind of a little afraid of him before so he's kind of staying back can can we go home now Plan is to take all of you home. Because you have us, we can help walk you back. And so you begin to make your way up and out of the underground area here. And standing at the top of the building, waiting, just as if he, he had been standing there this entire time, is your little stick friend. And as soon as, <laughs> and as soon as he sees the little, the little boy, he runs over and jumps up on his shoulder, hugging the side of his face. Callie will yes. smile at this. And the uh, the little little stick mushroom man or whatever f f completely forgot what I had named him. If he stick. had a name, it's been a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sitting here, he he kind of looks at the uh, the little boy and there's some like little squeak noises, and then looks over at the group and uh, uh, watches. And the little boy turns to the three of you and uh, he says, "My my friend here says you." One of you knocked him out. Throw stuff at him. I think Zug would just like subconsciously point at the person who did. Well, we didn't know what was hiding in the bushes at the time. Don't look at me, it's dessert. <laughs> it's like she did it, she did it. <laughs> I don't think I threw the rock <laughs> at him, did I? I did. <laughs> well, I also him revived him. I didn't really. I forgot I had killed him. Will <laughs> be shrugs. Well, I gave him health again. The uh, the little mushroom man does this like it's a silent laughing belly laugh type thing. He even holds his stomach when he laughs. And uh, he kind of vanishes into into like thin air. And he says he's little boy says he's going to go rest now. He's been awake for too long. And the little boy begins to head off on his own, because unlike the others, he does not have a place to call his own. So he says, "Okay, I'm going to go wander." He just begins to wander around I, as the sun begins to come up in the distance. I don't think it's safe for you to wander on your own. Let's, uh, why don't you come with us? We'll find somewhere for you to be. 
He looks back and oh. He takes a deep sigh. Okay. If I must. Squint. You, I'm not going to force you. How old is no, this kid fine. again? He seems to be maybe 11 or 12. I feel like I'm just going to answer ask this question all the time. But can I, like, bring them back to the place of worship where you'll be and be like, I have orphans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what That's to do with them. Day. Please help. <laughs> if you... <laughs> I can tell you now, if you did that, they would. their answer would be, we know. We feed them. And give them housing when it is rainy. Well, it's at least a good start for any orphans. And they get food. <laughs> you've, you've had a long night. At least come with us and let us find you a place to uh, get a warm meal and a bit of rest. Uh, Faith will actually speak up at this. Is Yes, you can take one of the rooms at the tavern. I guarantee my parents will not say anything. Same goes for the three of you. My my fathers would be are going to be extremely grateful to my rescuers. <laughs> I was like, that's why we're on the job. So long as everyone's agreed, let's let's go. Starts heading back toward town. And as you uh, make your way through the ruins, and you'll notice that all of the living plants that were up before, and all of the different fires across there, have died down and uh, either gone back to sleeping or just smoldering embers in certain areas. And you make it to the bridge and. As you cross over the bridge, there is uh, a couple of uh, the other children that you met before waiting. And they run up and grab and hug on the, uh, the older children that you just rescued. These are the two small children that you met before the bakery. Mm. You found them! You found them! We did, but why did you fall us out this far? It's dangerous. Even on the other side of the bridge. You were gone so long. So we decided to come look for you. Well, isn't that cute little heroes in the making? Um, Kelly looks like she disagrees with this statement, but she's not going to... Like say it, but I did want to just describe the. Yeah, it looks like almost as if she was about to be like, "Well, that was a stupid idea." But then you'll be so like, "I mean, so I keep walking back towards town." And there's plenty of fools that have found their ends on fools' errands. They just keep walking. The little kids stick their tongue out at Zug. I was fighting at their age. They'll be fine. Yes, well, you received training, though, didn't you? 
Yobi thinks about it like she's doing a hard think. Well, trainings normally mean teachers, don't they? And I never had any of those. Oh, I was under the impression you're church. Uh, oh, that was when I was much older. Well, never mind. Much older. I see. And I think here's you'll be like holding Faith in one arm to help her walk and my imagining is one of the smaller children on her shoulders to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that makes about sense. Callie's All keeping the pace the with like, the kids yeah, like and Yobi, but not, like, actively helping any of them walk or anything. And Zug already said he's walking ahead of the group, so... We've got a fun well, blend of personalities. <laughs> I have this picture... The children have already uh, said they're afraid of him, just, so he's just gonna kinda Zug's keep like, away I don't from want him. anything to do with these children. I'm up here. And then Callie's like, y'all are, are tolerable, just don't touch me. And you'll be just all the children love you'll be. That is a-okay in her book. Right, and this is where we will stop this one, heading back into town with all the Yay. children. Yay! Yay, they're saved! We did it! Great job, team! Hey there, you fantastic, wonderful listeners! If you want to support the show, uh, leave a review on a pod listener of choice and share with your friends. Or go and follow us on social media at Fates Rest and use the hashtag Fates Rest to get us wrapped up in even more shenanigans. You should also check out the description box below for a link to our Discord so you can come chat with us and see the other handy dandy things we've got going on, as well as the credits and music we've used for um, today's episode and again thank you so so much for tuning into this week's episode we super appreciate your listening ears so signing off love you bye